0: You know something, ladies and gentlemen, it's time we've come home. We got to take a look at the two divisions where the two New York teams roam. It's time for the Giants and the Jets at the AFC and NFC East. It's a two a day, the last one of the year. Are you ready? It is downtown sports. I am the mouth of the South, John Schiavone, along with my co-host, the Beast of the East, Jonathan Pariente. This is downtown sports. This is where sports come home. I got the clock going. Mm-hmm. I got the Beast of the East here. Yep. It is time for the last two-a-day of the year. We start with the AFC East.
1: I want to thank Chris DeLarge, our statistician, for providing all of these two-a-days for us over the last couple of weeks. And now this is the final one. The AFC East we begin with, and uh, we begin with the top dog in the East, the Buffalo Bills. Yep. Number, question number one is Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, the second coming of Jim Kelly and Andre Reed.
0: I think they're better.
1: You think they're better than those two?
0: I mean... Josh Allen's definitely better than Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly said it himself.
1: He's never seen a quarterback like Josh Allen before. Besides, I don't think
0: a lot of people have seen a I don't think a lot of us have seen a quarterback like Josh Allen before.
1: Here was the thing with Buffalo, and it's always been a thing until they finally pull it off. They've been to the Super Bowl. Four consecutive times in their history Four consecutive times they were in a Super Bowl. And did they ever win? You know, I I really,
0: I I've always meant to talk to you about this. You're always bringing up a team's history from 30 years ago. Well, and applying it, like it, it to directly today.
1: affect you in the future. Like how,
0: how, how does that directly? You see, I really don't think the players in the field give half a damn what they did in the 90s. I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay.
0: I'm pretty sure they don't care. And they're not thinking about Jim Kelly's loss to the Houston Oilers or something.
1: But this is but this is exactly what I'm referring to just for a brief moment because we talked about, you, Chris just asked, is Josh Allen and Diggs better than Jim Kelly and Andre Reed?" Now, Allen and Diggs haven't even gone to a Super Bowl yet. They were close this past year. Maybe they could have been there had they uh, shut the Chiefs down. Maybe they would be in the Super Bowl instead of Kansas City. Maybe they beat Tampa Bay, perhaps.
0: You know, they might have.
1: You know, if we're playing the what might have been. But. The exact point is this. Yes, Josh Allen just had a lot of talent around him. Absolutely does. I'd say if the Buffalo Bills have a running back that's capable, then. Oh, my God, they're dangerous. Then then they're even more dangerous than we thought they were going to be.
0: Unfortunate, well, uh, unfortunately, well, uh, unfortunately, they still have the same running back cores as last year.
1: Well, Devin Singletary can only get you so much. McKenzie can only get you so much. You you only can, you only have so much out of the running game and you know, Zach Moss, you also have, but the wide receiver, yeah, the rest of the receiving core other than Diggs, Is it very dependable? That's the thing I'm a little concerned about.
0: Like I said, Buffalo just honestly, they really, I don't know how to put it. Hmm. They seem really, really good when you watch them. Yep. Except when they go against teams in the same echelon as them. <coughs> Only a few of them: Tampa Bay, uh, the Chiefs. Them. I think they're. I think those are the three teams that are the class of the league.
1: Yeah, the depth is a big test in this league. I mean, that's that's how this works. The better depth usually wins out. In fact, that's what Chris put down as his next question. Concerning Buffalo, are the Bills the major roadblock? Well, in this case, to stop Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, because if Buffalo plays their cards right, even though they're not the better team, they could make everything go through Buffalo. If they can make... Every team that they play in the playoffs come to them. I think we are talking about a possible appearance in the Super Bowl for this team.
1: Well, the key now for Buffalo is can they build off of last year's success? That's the key. And they, you know, again, things kind of had to go Buffalo's way a little bit for them to get to where they were. I mean, let's be very fair with that. So... Yeah, you look at Buffalo's schedule. It's early going. It's not going to be anything too challenging. But here's going to be the key ingredient for the Bills, and this is where things start. You begin you're going to begin the year against Big Ben. That's your first Mm -hmm. test right there.
0: That's not bad.
1: Yeah. You're going to be at home, thank goodness for that. So, you know, then the Bills have some winnable games in the early going. Then it gets a little, then you have, then you have a couple of tough matchups in a row. And you're going to take on Patrick Mahomes on October 10th. Sunday night game. Let's begin with that one. You're going to see Patrick Mahomes, and we will really answer that question. Are the Bills the roadblock to beating the Kansas City Chiefs when you take on Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead on Sunday night, October 10th? Can they beat him?
0: Yeah. I think they can. I honestly think they can. Uh, I think the only team in the league that can beat the Chiefs, truthfully. Because if it uh, if it's not if it's not the Bills, it's the it's the uh, Bucks, and that's only if Brady doesn't throw interceptions like he did last night.
1: Well, you're going to see the Bucks if you're Buffalo. You will see the Bucks on December twelfth.
0: Not good.
1: And then you will see the Titans October eighteenth. So you're going to have some tricky games there. You're going to see New England, of course, as you usually do. You'll see yep. New England. Uh, you we, know what? We,
0: we, we don't have time to go through all their schedules. No. We have to get through the teams. Yeah. Miami. Pretty,
1: let's go through the next one. Yes. Miami Dolphins.
0: So is Tua ready?
1: No. The prime time. They've been trying to trade him away. Like they're They've looking. They've trying at to get the the Sean Texans. Watson. They've been trying to get to Sean Watson, for goodness sakes.
0: Yeah. Who's probably not going to play an NFL snap for like six or seven weeks
1: at least. It's pretty incredible how quick Ryan Flores pulled the hook on Tua you know, Brian Flores said, oh, yeah, is the future of this team. I'm going to start playing him and things will be fine. And then how many times did Tua have to get bailed out of games because he couldn't move the offense? He wasn't accurate with the football. Brian Fitzpatrick had to bail them out how many times? And they still didn't even make the playoffs last year.
0: Yeah, and uh, you see, this is why the, the second uh, question doesn't make sense. It was Brian Flores the second coming of Mike Tomlin? No. Oh,
1: how, how long has he been coached? Two years.
0: Yep, he's been coached for two years, and well, year two he should have made the playoffs. They got robbed. Yeah. Well, but um.
1: Now this is year three for him. This is year three. No playoffs. Is he going to stay?
0: He's got no Fitzpatrick to fall back on.
1: All right. So now everything's on Tua. Now everything is on Tua. And if he starts letting down again, then what do you do? Who's your backup quarterback?
0: I don't know. Uh, New England's in the same uh, situation here. We're going to move on to the next team. Will Matt Jones be the key to the Pats' return to glory?
1: A lot of people are talking about Matt Jones and how talented of a quarterback he is. And so he seems very he confident when he got the job. Bill Belichick wouldn't just give a rookie a job unless he sees something in him. This is Bill Belichick.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the funny part is he is supposedly was teaching Cam Newton the playbook.
1: Wait, wait. a rookie was teaching a veteran the playbook?
0: That's what came out of Patriots camp.
1: That, for me, is kind of a uh, That's kind of interesting. It either tells me, uh, is Cam Newton just not that good, or is Mac Jones uh,
0: that a good. smarter
1: quarterback than maybe the rest of the league thought he was? I mean, they, they, they said he was NFL-ready, but, like,
0: I mean they said he was the most NFL ready of the quarterbacks that were coming out.
1: So Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what Mac Jones will bring to the table in his very first couple of games. In fact, so Gen- will,
0: I Jets mean will so will this be will this be the Bill Belichick revenge tour? That's the other question here.
1: Again, you're only as good as your starting quarterback, right? Mac Jones, you're gonna have some growing pains. I don't care how NFL ready he is. He's going to make mistakes, ladies and gents. He's not gonna be perfect. Do not expect this to be Tom Brady
0: 2.0. Oh, good. Thank God. Everybody else was saying that. And I was I'd gonna... say do
1: not expect Mac Jones to be a second Brady. It's no
0: Brady is a, a Brady's Brady. his own
1: man. Brady is his own successful quarterback. You know, everybody in the NFL now is trying to make is trying to find a quarterback. That's the next Brady. Are we ever going to see another quarterback like Brady in this league again? No. Just well, not going to the last
0: pocket pass. that's so going to be that considered that good. Now every quarterback's got to move.
1: Um, but you know what? Let's get to the last team. Yeah. It's and the it's jets. the hometown jets. Well, for once you have some reason to be excited about them. I think for the first time in about 10 years, I don't know why you'd be excited. Well, I mean, a new quarterback, a new coach, a new system. We're starting over for once. The jets have competent management running this organization now, so it's no more listening to crazy eyes Adam Gase or Mike Tannenbaum or John Idzik or all the other failed general managers and failed ownership the Jets have had over the past number of years. Well, you still have Woody Johnson, so I think
0: well, yeah, a that, po- Yeah, he's, he, he's uh, back home now. Trump ain't president no more, so... Yeah, Chris
1: Johnson Woody's, is kind of uh, more of the guy running things around here and I don't you know sure? if Chris Are Johnson's you more you like sure? his that's brother. I don't know if Chris Johnson's more like his brother.
0: Well, Okay, first question about the Jets here. How does Corey Davis impact the Jets?
1: Well, he's going to be their main go-to guy. It's very apparent Zach Wilson's developed very good chemistry with him. The Jets were very excited about getting Corey Davis, a wide receiver that in Tennessee was, quite frankly, I think very underused. Yeah, you had A.J. Brown, and yeah, you have Derrick Henry, but... Corey Davis was kind of looked at as a third spoke on the wheel. He was never always like the guy to go to if you needed a big play or two from him. Yeah, he had some games where he was great, but was he consistent with that all the time? The Tennessee Titans offense, for the most part, goes through Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. And if A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown was your main guy, so it really went through those three. And Corey Davis, I would say, felt like he wasn't looked at anymore over there. So now you go to the Jets where you'll be the top receiver and you'll have pieces around you. Hopefully that will allow Corey Davis to shine and be the, the player that maybe the Jets think he could be.
0: And now uh, we got the question, is Zach Wilson the goods? Who knows? Is the We answer-
1: don't know. We don't know. In preseason, he's looked very good. But it's In practice, he's getting. looked
0: good. Uh, people have said great things about him. Aaron Rodgers, uh, was talking glowingly about him. Although I don't care what uh former uh w- w- or current Tony Romo superstar... spoke
1: highly of him. Tony wait, Romo has spoken very highly of him.
0: Wait, I don't care what former quarterbacks say about him because you know we had former quarterbacks that looked at Adam Gaze and thought that that was a good idea. So um. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how much I trust the word of uh, former superstar of quarterbacks. I mean, because Peyton Manning, like I said, oh Adam Gaze, Adam Gaze is the best. Yeah, yeah, hire him. He, he called the Jets and the Dolphins both. Yeah, and look so, what he
1: did to uh, both. And look what he and look what he did to both of them.
0: Yeah, so I'm not gonna take the word of famous quarterbacks. I, I I need to see it on the field with him. Yes, especially considering the uh, another team that passed on Justin Field. The Jets.
1: well a lot of teams until the bears decided to take the move passed on justin fields it wasn't i know it was silly yeah well i don't know maybe they saw war maybe like with a lot of quarterbacks they saw warning flag i don't know what to say about that but robert sala was very much 100 committed zach wilson is the guy they wanted they liked what they saw from zach wilson and i'm not again we don't know what he's going to do yet but you know, for a guy that has pretty good leadership qualities. In fact, he's already been named a team captain. Him and Trevor Lawrence are going to be the only two rookies named captains this year.
0: Well, good for them.
1: If they don't feel that Zach Wilson was ready for this title, that he wouldn't have gotten a captainship. They must see something in him. Again, it's early. I get it. But I think Zach Wilson could be the key to maybe the Jets finally, maybe I hope finding that quarterback they've been, that's been eluding this team for over 50 years. Maybe, maybe, but I've said that with other quarterbacks and until I see it with Wilson, I'm probably going to be saying it with Zach Wilson, just like I did with Darnold, just like I did with Mark Sanchez.
0: Yep. So who's going to win this division? According to Chris, Mm. that would be Buffalo. I mean, the dolphins are going to be a wild card. According to him, uh, he doesn't know about the Patriots. He doesn't necessarily believe in Mac Jones ability to score points against the better teams in the NFS in the AFC. Um, yeah. The jets are going to be last place. Uh,
1: well, it's going to be a little time with Wilson. You're not going to, I'm not saying the jets are going to be a playoff team in one year. It's probably gonna take a couple of years and, you know, Zach Wilson has to get comfortable. It's too, it's too early.
0: I mean, here's the thing. The Bills are the obvious winners of this division. I believe. Oh, yeah. I think everybody knows that. I think uh, Chris says they might be a number two seed. I have them finishing number one. So
1: who? Uh, no. Uh, so maybe you think Kansas City will, will lose a couple seat, of yeah. games more than Buffalo?
0: Yeah. I think Buffalo is an easier schedule than Kansas City. So.
1: Well, I mean, both of them are going to have, you know, both of them coming off deep playoff runs they're going to be expected to see a tougher schedule. That's just how that's going to go. Now, the Buffalo Bills do play in a relatively weaker AFC East now, so that kind of plays to their advantage. Is it fair to say the Chiefs play in a a vulnerable AFC West? I mean, you have some decent teams down there. It's it's a little tougher division there.
0: You got three teams in that division that are all legit in the West. So, yeah, but this is the Bills' division to win. So when we come back, NFC East time.
1: Mm. The Giants, where are they heading?
0: Uh, probably to the toilet. Back after this.
1: <laughs> and We're back to downtown sports. I'm the Beast of the East, Jonathan Perriente, along with my co-host, the mouth of the South, John Chavonee. Before we dive into the NFC East to wrap up our two-a-day edition, now, where can our listeners hear us?
0: 14 different platforms. Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Bullhorn, PodBay, Listen Notes, Podcast Addict, and Verbal. Fourteen different platforms, rants, interviews every single week. We are downtown sports. We are where sports come home. We also do things like two a days. We also do uh, our regular show, which uh, is going to be coming out Sunday this week.
1: Mm -hmm. We will dive into our final. Well, kind of coming toward the end of the baseball season. We're nearing the end of our MLB top tens and soon it will be prediction time for the playoffs.
0: Oh, yeah. So you're going to want to tune in for that.
1: Yep. But let's dive in to the matter at hand. And that's the NFC East Ugh. and Crystal Large provided us with our two a day for this one, as he as always. And let's begin with the team that finished number one in the NFC East. And would you believe it was the the Washington football team?
0: Well, um Okay, question one.
1: How much trust do you have in Ryan Fitzpatrick to put Washington in the postseason?
0: I have trusted Ryan Fitzpatrick that he will probably be the second best performing quarterback in the division.
1: This is coming from you. We used to call Ryan Fitzpatrick Pixpatrick. Uh, you know, couldn't always always you had to worry about Fitzpatrick turning over the ball. He's in the
0: same division as Daniel Jones and Jalen Hurts.
1: And of course, Dak Prescott. We'll Well, get the Cowboys, by the way, who just uh, played their very first game of the year last night. We'll talk about that game very briefly in a few minutes. We will. But as of now, uh, how much trust do I have in Fitzpatrick? Pretty decent trust. I mean, assuming, uh, you know, assuming he, assuming he even will be the guy that's running this team. I mean, you do have Kyle Allen and you know, there's always that possibility that he might run things for the for the time being until they're ready to. And if it's Patrick, has to be needed, they go to him or or other way around.
0: You know, I don't see a quarterback controversy in Washington. I think this is Fitzpatrick's team. Um, question two: Does Washington have the best front seven in the East? Well, yes. The defense.
1: We saw on the defense. We definitely saw. Chase Young we saw what he could bring to that team and he was the standout star of that Buffalo defense I'm sorry of the Washington defense yep and yeah on offense Washington actually does have a lot of talented players there you have Antonio Gibson really showed you something showed me something at the running back position you have Terry McLaurin he showed me some talent there at the wide receiver position so Washington's got something there you have something there
0: look um I think with a guy like Fitzpatrick leading the team, you'll be doing a lot better. Remember Washington won the division last year, and they had almost no one to throw throw out a quarterback.
1: Well, Taylor Heineke before uh, in the playoffs really showed something, but he's right now hurt. So you're basically going with Allen or Fitzpatrick right now, and it will be very interesting to kind of – It's
0: Fitzpatrick. We know it's Fitzpatrick.
1: Right now it's going to be him. I mean, that's the deal right now because Kyle Allen's just not been consistent. Well, but yeah. Can Fitzpatrick do enough for this team? And, and they signed
0: good. Fitzpatrick to start, so there was no quarterback controversies. Nobody was looking at anything like that. They signed Fitzpatrick to start.
1: It's incredible how at this how much how how much Fitzpatrick is still so valuable at this stage of his career, and you know you see why he's been on so many teams. You know, if a team needs a quarterback, they're going to find you a, a job for you to to lead them. And Fitzpatrick's had a great talent of finding of being on different teams that seem to always need him when they need him.
0: Let's move on. The yep. Dallas Cowboys.
1: Dan Quinn,
0: Dak Prescott, or Mike McCarthy. Who has to move? Mike McCarthy. Honestly, he needs to move out of town. Um, Last year was a completely pathetic display by the Cowboys mm. in a division that they should have won hands down even without Dak Prescott. Mm, I mean, Jack and per- last night... I- Wait, last night? Yep. Last night. Last night. Was the perfect example of Mike McCarthy coming that much or just coming that close. You get that drive at the end of the game. Suppose you're up by one. You've sealed the game up. All your defense has to do is stop Tom Brady.
1: And they didn't, as they always did. one bit. Brady was, you know how many times Brady was ripping off 30-yard throws to to Gronk, to Antonio Brown, to Godwin? It just seemed like, at times, Brady was dissecting that Dallas defense like it was Swiss cheese.
0: He was. But then there were times where Brady screwed up. Where and Dallas, it didn't help that uh,
1: dissected him. Yeah, well, it didn't help that Dallas uh, didn't take advantage of those opportunities. You, you get a turnover early. You miss a field goal from Zuerlin, 31 yards. You shouldn't
0: Ooh. miss that. No, you shouldn't have.
1: You then score a touchdown following another turnover, but Zuwerlin can't hit an extra point.
0: That's not good.
1: So Zuerlund, I think missed two field goals in that game. Plus an extra point. Uh, he left. So that's about seven points. You could have had on the board. That would have been the difference to win the football game.
0: Yep, so blame your kicker for that one, but you know what? But Dallas always finds new yeah. creative ways to lose.
1: Here's what killed Dallas, even though there was 11:53 to play, that three and out when they stopped Tampa Bay. You shut their offense down, you held them to a punt, and you went three and out on the next drive.
0: Yeah, and let me tell you something. The best offense in the NFC East, supposedly, everybody says the Cowboys are. Chris asks, are they the best offense in the NFC East? Well,
1: they should I be. think
0: we just yeah well if you manage to get a turnover and you punt it away if you manage to you know score a touchdown you can't kick extra points you can't kick field goals um I, how are you supposed to win football games I'm not sure that they are the best offense in the NFC East. supposedly already saying the Giants are well um I'm not yeah. so sure about let's you know let talk about my yeah, Giants three, here. Giants, is this three. a make or break year for Daniel yes. Jones and yes. David? Ga- yes. Yes. That yes. is the easiest question in the world to yes. answer. If Daniel Jones does not play well this year, he will not be the Giants quarterback next year.
1: You're three, Daniel Jones. You're three. You're getting back Saquon Barkley, but is he going to be 100% back from his injuries? We don't know that.
0: Supposedly, he's uh, 100% healthy, ready to go.
1: Well, I guess we'll see when they take the field uh, Sunday. Then we'll have our answer to that. But Daniel Jones, consistency has been the biggest problem with this kid.
0: Missing routes to um, intelligence, knowing when to run, when to pass. Yeah, he's got a lot to learn. You know, last year I was buttering him up, saying how intelligent he was, all this other stuff. And then I watched him literally regressing year two. He didn't progress, he regressed.
1: Yeah. Just ask what happened when he faced Brady. Yep. Look what happened. Missing, when he faced routes,
0: missing wide open routes in both of those games, by the way, Yep. down the field. Doesn't look to throw it deep. Don't like that about Daniel Jones.
1: Well, it doesn't help also that some of his receivers uh, have stone hands and can't Truth. catch the football either.
0: Truth. Well, uh, Ingram. Ugh, oh, man. I mean, remember this. He was a pro bowler. <laughs> You're talking about a Pro Bowl tight end in Evan Ingram.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was the worst Pro Bowl selection I've ever seen. So do the Giants have the potential to steal the NFC East? Yes. Mm-hmm. Only uh, only on the fact that none of the other teams are any good. I mean Proof Dallas have no you, defense.
1: How about you prove you can actually how about you prove you can beat the other teams in your division before we can even say if you win the NFC East?
0: Dallas has no defense. Washington has no offense. Philly has neither.
1: So, I mean, if you're the Giants,
0: this is wide open for you.
1: Well, here's a real test for the Giants, and I'm gonna and it's gonna be the first two games of the year for me. They're literally gonna play two games in four days to kick off the season. First beginning with Denver. That's a game against Bridgewater. I would think the Giants should win. And then four days later, you got to play Washington.
0: They should be starting the season two and all, but
1: well, should be because it does not get any easier after that one. Then the Giants' next four games are going to be extremely challenging: Atlanta, mm-hmm. Saints, Cowboys, Rams. Mm-hmm.
0: You they know they through... should win three. You of think those. they get
1: through those? You you think you think they're going to get through all four of them? Maybe even. Half of those four teams I just mentioned—they
0: should be a two-loss team by the time we get to that point in the season.
1: Should so New Orleans with two no, by six games? Should New Orleans with no
0: Drew Brees?
1: Uh it's still the Saints. You're playing Sean Payton. I know it's Jameis Winston, but you're playing Sean Payton.
0: Yeah, that doesn't necessarily. No guarantee. Uh, scare That's me no there. guarantee
1: without Brees that the Saints are going to be any weaker than they were.
0: They are going to be weaker without Breeze. Are you kidding me? We saw it. We saw it with our own eyes. How yeah. how much weaker they were without Breeze.
1: You know, but you know they do have Taysom Hill. If they need to go to Taysom Hill, you know Taysom Hill can throw the football. We saw him do that a chunk last year. You know, could surprise a few of us.
0: Not really. We're not going to. If you take if the Giants don't beat the Saints, that's a bad thing.
1: And then you got to play Dallas, who just lost to Tampa Bay. Can the Giants beat Dallas?
0: Well, they beat them last year, did they not?
1: Yeah, it'll be in Dallas to start things off. And then, to make things even tougher, then you also have to play the Rams.
0: Yeah, that's a loss. Matthew Stafford. That's a loss. Giants can't keep up with the Rams.
1: Well, we thought they couldn't keep up with Seattle. Look what happened when they took on Seattle in their place with uh, Colt McCoy running running the ship. Yeah,
0: that was Colt McCoy. That wasn't Russell Wilson, so
1: we were facing Russell Wilson. I mean, he just wasn't as sharp as he normally was. Mm-hmm. Forms of the Giants defense just did a good job shutting the Seahawks down.
0: Well, let's get to that last team. Yeah. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Is Jalen Hurts ready for primetime? No. no. We saw that last year. No. no.
1: The no. Eagles, it's going to be another rebuild for them.
0: For the Eagles, they're gonna they're biding their time till they pick in a quarter. I I think the will the Eagles have a top five draft picks next year? Yes.
1: Well, for their yes. sake, I think they better hope if they're able to get a quarterback, it's that kid Rattler. Yeah, I think could be a very uh very promising name in the NFL in the near future. But right now, the Eagles again. Who do they have right now? Who do the Eagles have as their top receiver? You have Jalen Rieger. Okay, you have Miles Sanders. Okay. But with no quarterback and a quarterback that really no one can trust to throw the ball.
0: Well, unless Jalen hurts, uh, pulls a one eighty and, uh, just does really, really well. Well, I mean, that's the key. The thing. Eagles have talent around them, but you know, the thing is, I think it goes like this. If the Eagles have something in Jalen hurts, they're not going to be a top five draft pick and they won't need another quarterback if they need some if Jalen Hurts is going to leave a lot to be desired they'll end up a top 5 draft pick and they'll probably get the quarterback you're talking about
1: the eagles sometimes have a tendency and i and i've seen this with the phillies the philadelphia eagles they can surprise people they can sometimes uh maybe they could fi- they could sometimes find their way into a playoff picture without even us thinking they'll be there the eagles have a tendency to do this they can surprise people unexpectedly with you know, they could maybe win more games than you think they could. Maybe the quarterback does better than we think they could. You know, we didn't think Nick Foles was going to the, win the Eagles a Super Bowl, but he did. Everybody thought Carson Wentz. Mm, I mean, people weren't sure about Carson Wentz in the beginning, but he took the Eagles consistently to the playoffs before injuries took their toll on him. So True. with Hurts, maybe anything could be possible with Jalen Hurts.
0: Maybe. We don't
1: know. We do not know.
0: Maybe, but... uh,
1: I really Let's don't know who's see. gonna. I really don't know who wins the this,
0: this NFC East. I really. Let's don't see what know Chris wins. says here. Um, flawed division, worst division in football. Uh, which team's flaws will be the least apparent is really how this is going to go. It
1: really is. I think it really is. So,
0: oh, that's that's interesting. Yep. What do we got? It seems Chris is picking the Giants to win the NFC East.
1: Bold, Chris. <sighs> it's bold. Well, I mean, we we talked about it. This is basically we kind of talked oh, this is the Giants division to lose is kind of no, how I do. said they we could
0: steal it. It. It, it. Honestly, Dallas should be running through everybody in this division. Yeah,
1: should is the key word, but we talk about this with Dallas every year. They have a great this, they have a yep. great everyone. What happens in big moments? What happens in big moments to Dallas? They, they chose. Yep. Just look at last night. You choked against Tampa Bay when you had him in your back pocket.
0: That should have been that should have been a win.
1: You ended up getting that big turnover late, but you only scored a field goal out of it, not a touchdown.
0: If their defense would have done their job, the field goal would have held up. That's the thing. Dallas is no defense. Uh Washington be- has no offense. Philly is neither. The Giants seem to be the most balanced team in the division. If Daniel Jones can take the next step, then they should win the division. Well,
1: that's the key to the Giants is Daniel Jones. If he is showing you the same inconsistencies, I don't think this Giants team wins any more than nine games.
0: I think the Washington football, this is the Washington football team's division to lose because they have the best defense in the division. If it's Patrick's
1: got to show you, he doesn't turn the ball over.
0: I think even if he does, it's not that big a deal with sweat and, with sweat and Chase Young in that front seven. I think uh, I think that defense is going to give Fitzpatrick enough room to be creative, enough room to take chances that he might not have taken. Uh, you know go for bigger throws, go for bigger plays on offense cuz he knows his defense has his back. Uh that is the best defense in the division right now. I don't doubt Ron Rivera. It's the Rivera. most experienced I, defense in the division.
1: I do not doubt Ron Rivera. Great defensive mind. Has been in games like this. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens with Washington. Let's see what they're all about. They're going to have a tough challenge in their own right uh with their schedule come week 1. So Nothing is a guarantee here, as we nope. talked about for that for this NFC East.
0: But Chris picked the Giants.
1: Well, let's see how they do Week One. I hope
0: they're. One. I hope he's right.
1: Well, personally, what, they the, just like the Giants. They too are going to have a challenging start to their first six games, just as just as New York will. You start off with Justin Herbert. Let's begin with that. Think they beat Justin Herbert? No. I don't know. The Giants, then Buffalo. Atlanta, Saints, Kansas City, Green Bay. Yeah. That's their first seven games right there. If they get
0: two wins out of those first seven, I'd be shocked.
1: Yeah. You talk about murder of a schedule to start things off. Plus, they have to see Brady down the stretch along with Russell Wilson. I mean, mean, every team in the league has a tough schedule. schedule. I've I've never seen a more murderous schedule in my life than this. Well, I don't know how Washington tackles this.
0: They probably don't, and they probably lose the division. So, well, yeah, yeah, there's that.
1: Well, again, I said both teams are going to have a, a, a tough seven, six, six, seven games to open their schedule. So whichever one can better maneuver that might be the team that wins the East. Agreed. want to thank Chris DeLarge for these four two-a-day additions. The NFL season, well, officially begun last night, but the bulk of it begins Sunday. The rest of the AFC and NFC will kick off. Our first Monday night and Sunday night games will be this coming week. The Ravens and the Raiders will be the first Monday night game. Bears, Rams, first Sunday night game. It should be very exciting. The road to the Super Bowl officially begins. You can listen to us for all of that NFL and extra coverage. We are heard on 14 different platforms Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Bullhorn, Podbay, Listen Notes, Podcast Addict, and Verbal Rants episodes. Digital Market Battle Specials every Tuesday, Wednesday. We are downtown sports. We are where sports come home.
0: I want to thank Girl Friday, Tanya Williams, our producer. I want to thank Tony Mainville, our researcher for The Beast of the East, Jonathan Pariente, It's the mouth of the South John Shimoni saying we're out. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.